Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The other day we went through some of the forwards that are coming off contract at the end of this season. We're going to go through every single outside back and half that is coming off contract at the end of this season. Have a look and give our thoughts on each and every one of those forwards. There was an absolute plethora of talent there, so we went through all of those. We're also on Instagram Live at the moment doing this, so if anyone want to watch us, wants to watch the recording of the podcast, uh, got on Instagram Live. Uh, it'll all be available on the podcast over the next few hours as well. So we're going through all of the outside backs and halves that are coming off contract at the end of this season, guys who potentially could be moving clubs at the end of the season. Uh, we're going to start at fullback. Uh, a number of really talented guys here with huge potential. First guy is Caleb Aikens. He's off contract at the moment uh, down at the Canberra Raiders. A guy that I think has got huge potential, plenty to offer. Not sure where he will land, uh, but he's a guy that... You know, I'm not sure if he's ever going to be a superstar fullback in our game, but I think he's got plenty to offer, and there's a lot of clubs that could really do with having that sort of depth in their side. Next man to Jesse Arthurs from the Brisbane Broncos. Now, Jesse Arthurs, he's not the sort of guy I would have straight away thought as a fullback. I think he's a fantastic uh, center. I haven't seen him play fullback personally. I think you'd be looking at him more as a center, but Jesse Arthurs, a lot of talent there. Good-looking little rooster, too. He's done really well for the Broncos when he has been playing. Uh, Dale Coatley's the next man, obviously getting a little bit older, a number of injuries. He's had a pretty terrible injury to start this season. Um, a guy that I, I, he's just a good clubman, Dale Copley. Another guy that you know you could do much worse than to have him in your top thirty squad. Is he going to be a superstar footballer? No, in my opinion. But he has got a lot to offer. Uh, Anthony Don. Now this guy, I watch Anthony Don every week. I see his name named every week, and I always think, geez, there must be fifteen better wingers in rugby league each and every week, without a doubt. But Anthony Don, he just keeps on producing. He's just a good clubman. He makes he. Reminds me a little bit of Jason Nightingale. Probably not on the same level as Nightingale, but everything just looks a little bit unorthodox with Anthony Don, but he's always scoring tries. He's always doing good things. Uh, the next fullback on our list... There's some rogue fellas here calling them fullbacks. The last three have been, have been a bit out there. This guy, he's in the exact spot he should be. Matt Dufty, uh, a guy that I've been a little bit critical of. I still believe in the modern game that I wouldn't have a fullback under 80 kilos unless I was the Melbourne Storm, essentially. But Matt Dufty, he just keeps on producing. He's been unreal for the Dragons recently, and it'll be really interesting to see them go around without him this weekend because he's been one of the focal points of their attack, if not the focal point of their attack. So very interesting to see how he goes. Matt Dufty. 
I mean, there's a lot of clubs that need star fullbacks. And whilst this guy might not be tier one of that star fullback, geez, he's right up there as far as tier two goes as fullbacks in our game. The next man's Josh Dugan. Very interesting with Josh Dugan here. Now, he's obviously been playing center for a number of seasons. I think it's been a while since we've really considered Josh Dugan to be a fullback, and he has been on a pretty bit of coin at the Cronulla Sharks recently. So it's going to be a big, big, big downgrade for him, unfortunately. Interesting to see where he lands. Uh, I mean, it was only a year or so ago we were hearing that he was ready to give up the game. Uh, He's now off contract. He's playing for uh, the rest of his career over the next few months. So very interesting to watch Josh Josh Dugan. I I think another club will sign him. I don't think it'll be at fullback. I think another club will sign him uh, in the center somewhere. Interesting to see where it plays out because he's obviously going to need to take a huge pay cut, I think, wherever he goes. The next man, Peter Hicku, uh, over there at the New Zealand Warriors at the moment, injured at the moment. I think he's out for the rest of the season as well. So coming off an injury, that hurts his cause. Always a terrible time to get a season-ending injury. Um, ne- never good to get a season-ending injury, but when you're trying to push for a contract next year and you're off contract, terrible timing. I'm sure Peter Hicku, he'll pick up a contract somewhere. If not, and he was to go to England. Wow, so much to offer over there. I think he'd absolutely carve it up. Albert Hopawada, a guy we've been hearing so much about uh, recently. Uh, I believe he's down there at the Canberra Raiders till he was, came through in the Manly system. I think he did an ACL a couple of years ago. Uh, but Albert Hobawade, a guy that I still think he's got a lot to offer. So I'd like to think Canberra will probably re-sign him. But they've got a plethora of talent coming through in their outside backs. So uh, Albert Hobawade, I think he will find a club somewhere. The next man's really interesting, Tex Hoy. Uh, obviously a Newcastle boy, the Hoy family, very famous up there in Newcastle. His father, I believe, is a famous surfer up there. I think he's got a lot of, lot of talent, Tex Hoy. And He's been given a couple of opportunities over the last few weeks with Caelan Ponga being out. And I'll tell you what, he probably hasn't been as good as what I thought he would be, to be honest with you. I thought Tex Hoy was going to absolutely carve up the NRL when given the opportunity. Uh, he's been a little bit slower than I expected. Obviously, up at Newcastle, they've got a lot of guys, including Kurt Mann, who he's also off contract. A lot of guys that can play multiple positions, a lot of very versatile guys. So, interesting to see who they keep there, who they let go. But Tex Hoy, I wouldn't be shocked to see him leave Newcastle. Um, I think if you would have got me to sign Tex Hoy a year ago, I would have been more high on him than what I am right now. But I still think he's got plenty to offer. Will Kennedy out of the Cronulla Sharks. Um, I'm not sure if Will Kennedy has re-signed yet or not, but I would assume he will not be leaving Cronulla. His form has been... Unbelievable this year. They've got another guy on this list, Matt Moylan, who's off contract. They've also got Sean Johnson. And if you had to pick out of the three of them who's been playing the best footy, it is Will Kennedy, and it isn't close. Um, at the start of the year, if you said to me, one to three, who's most likely to stay there? Will Kennedy, he probably would have been number three on my list, but he's now number one by a country mile. I don't expect to see him leave the Cronulla Sharks anytime soon. Kurt Mann, next man on our list. Obviously a guy that can play center wing, 5'8", hooker, fullback. I know a lot of people have been getting stuck into him the last few weeks, and his form, it hasn't been great the last few weeks. It's been very disappointing from Kurt Mann, especially coming off a career year last year. And I'll be judging Kurt Mann probably when Mitchell Pearce gets back. I think 5'8 is his position. I don't like him when he plays centre. Didn't think he was overly impressive last night once again. Uh, a lot to offer Kurt Mann. He tends to do this. He shows up to clubs, he brains it for little bits of period, and then he sort of fades off a little bit. Uh, but I think Kurt Mann, he's just too good in too many positions to let go. I'm assuming that they will keep him at the uh, Newcastle Knights up there. Uh, Nick Meaney, Canterbury Bulldogs, another guy that hasn't really kicked on as we expected. Uh, he was meant to be a superstar coming through. And look, he's a good footballer, but... 
the reality is for Nick Meany, they've got so many talented guys coming through at the Canterbury Bulldogs, especially arriving next year. Uh, you've obviously got Josh Addo, Addo Carr, um, assuming you've got Matty Burton as well. So I, I think if Matty Burton does definitely come, I think the writing might be on the wall for Nick Meany. Jake Avarillo, a couple of other guys there that I really do like. Um, Nick Meany, I think he might have England written all over him, to be honest with you. But we'll see how that one plays out. The next man is Matty Moylan, one of my favourites. Uh, hasn't been playing anywhere near the standard that we know Moyser can play for the last few years, especially this year. Also been pretty disappointing, uh, obviously on a pretty pretty hefty contract there at the Cronulla Sharks. So you have got Chatty Townsend's leaving, Sean Johnson's off contract. So it depends how this one plays out. They've now missed out on Adam Reynolds, so it does help Matty Moylan's uh, cause there. But another guy that I think to go anywhere, he's going to have to take a huge pay cut, Matt Moylan. Uh, I'm not sure if he is going to be playing fullback next year, whether it's going to be 5'8", wherever it might be, I'm not sure. But Matt Moylan, there's a chance he stays at Cronulla, but, geez, I think you'd have to be going to... Uh, uh, for Sean Johnson but before you go in for Matty Moylan. So, interesting to see where he ends up. Uh, wingers, a number of guys on this list. Zach Sini's the first man that we mentioned. And, look, a guy that I've been watching in New South Wales Cup all year uh, playing for the Magpies. Just brings so much energy, Zach Sini. Big fan of him. Uh, came in in his first game. Looked sensational. Second game, a little bit hit and miss there. Um, I think he will stay at the Tigers. I think they'll re-sign him. I think he's just been too good in New South Wales Cup. And he showed potential when he came into first grade. If he doesn't get re-signed by the Tigers, I'm sure there will be a jersey for him at another club. I can't see this guy falling out of the system anytime soon. Next man is Christian Crichton. Uh, obviously, the Canterbury Bulldogs, I believe he did an ACL at the start of this year. A guy that I've never been overly impressed by, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, and this injury is going to be terribly timed for him. So, fingers crossed he can find a jersey or a contract somewhere. Another one that I think England might be uh, eyeing him off just quietly for Christian Crichton. Hopefully, he comes back from his injury and he can show us what he's made of, though. Tavita Funa's the next one. And this is a guy, he is extremely hit and miss, Tavita Funa. Sometimes I've watched him at Manly and thought, wow, this kid can play. Other times I've thought he's so far out of his depth. It's not funny. Um, Des Hazel's always been a fan of him. He carried him on, on the bench quite a bit over the last few years. I'm not really sure what his best position is. I've seen him play well at fullback over the last few years, but he's obviously never going to get that fullback jersey at Manly. And the way their wingers are going, they're looking unreal. Centers are doing really well. Brad Parker, um, the, the, the old pool cleaner out there, Morgan Harper, he's been sensational. And you've still got to fit Dylan Walker into this side somewhere. So... Tavita Furner, I think the music stopped. He doesn't have a seat there. I wouldn't be shocked to see him leave. Dane Gagai, probably the... uh, I haven't gone through the rest of this list of wingers, but he's probably the biggest name on this list. Uh, He has been sensational this season. I spoke about him the other day being an origin player. He's just unreal. Every time he gets to the big stages, he really does deliver. And I think this is probably his best year of club footy I've seen. He's always sort of been a little bit hit and miss at club level. Uh, really steps up in origin, but I think he's been sensational this year. And whether it's staying at South Sydney, going to the Broncos, I'm hearing Parramatta are throwing their hats in the rings to Dane Gagai as well. So whoever gets him, they're going to get a quality first grader. Ruben Garrick is the next man. Uh, a Jeringong local, obviously coming up to the Manly, went through the Dragon systems, arrived at Manly. Uh if Tom Travojevic is playing, Ruben Garrick is unreal. When he's not, we don't tend to see as much of him. Handy kicker as well. I think you'll see Ruben Garrick staying uh, up there at the Manly Seagulls. I don't see him leaving anytime soon. Patrick Herbert from the he was was at the New Zealand Warriors, moved up to the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, really underrated centre, a guy that um, I probably underappreciated for a very long time, especially when he was at the Warriors. I didn't really see what people were talking about, but since arriving at the Titans and the couple of times I was able to watch him, he is a pretty impressive character, Patrick Herbert. Another guy that 
the Gold Coast Titans, they tend to have not your absolute premium centres. They tend to have sort of clubmen's and solid footballers out in the centres, which a lot of clubs do nowadays, just the reality of the position. But it is changing. Uh, but Patrick Herbert, he's a guy that I don't see leaving the NRL anytime soon. I think he'll have a spot. Matty Cavallo. Uh, he's obviously taking the spot of Brett Morris at the Sydney Roosters off the back of his potentially career-ending injury, more than likely career-ending injury. Uh, I really do like Matt Icavalo. He's a really good footballer. I think he will always have a spot in the NRL uh, for the next few years, and I can't see the Roosters letting him go. Obviously, you've got to fit Sawali into this side somewhere. We're hearing rumours that Joey Manu could be on the move, potentially to the New Zealand Warriors. Um, I had him as my number one target for the New Zealand Warriors to play fullback, so if he does go ahead with that move, that would be sensational. We'll see him would open a spot for Matt Ikevalu. Uh, a lot of potential there. I'm a big fan of him. Next man is Edric Lee, obviously playing up at Newcastle. Made his origin debut last year. Um, I'm a big fan of Edric Lee. I'm a big fan of his body. Early in his career, there was a lot of handling issues. Um, I think he has sorted those out, though. And I'm a fan of Edric Lee. I think there will be a spot for him still in the NRL. I think he will stay at Newcastle. I think back when he's fit, he will probably have the left wing uh, locked down there. I think with his body shape and the way that KP is able to play. I think he's just too much of a good target. So I'm expecting Edric Lee to stay in the NRL. I think he'll stay up there in Newcastle. David Mead is the next man in our list. Uh, older fella came back to the Brisbane Broncos this year. A lot of experience, a lot to offer. Uh, not really in that all-star category at wing, centre, fullback, wherever it might be, but a lot of teams in this competition they need experience out wide, and I think he could do a good job for a number of sides. Do I think the Broncos was the right place for him to go? Probably not, to be honest with you. I'm not sure if he'll stay there next year. I wouldn't be shocked to see him move. Uh, and I think there's a lot of teams that could do with having a David Mead in their squad. If it's if it means you get one or two injuries and you bring this guy in, wow. I mean, you could do much worse than to have David Mead coming in with all of his experience and whatnot. Uh, next man on our list is, of course, Brett Morris. He is off contracts. It looks more than likely he will retire. It'd be really tough to see him come back from an ACL injury. Um, if he said he was able to play, though, good God, there'd be some teams lining up for him, even off an ACL. Uh, freakish player, Brett Morris. We've spoken a lot about him. Jade Nockenbohr, uh, another guy that's off contract, still at Canterbury, gotten a bit of Barney Rubble at uh, the end of last year, continued into the start of this year. I think he's injured at the moment, but a body like his, uh, a lot of coordination just hard to bring down, I remember his first few games, he was unreal in the NRL um, I would really like to see him find a contract and stay in the NRL I think he could be anything Michael Oldfield, another journeyman, been to a number of clubs, uh, another one of those guys, never really been a standout footballer never been a superstar, uh, but can jump in and play centre, can play wing, can fill in a number of positions and just do a job for you and those guys, they do matter in the NRL. Uh, this is a guy though I think I think he might have already been to England to be honest with you, I'm not sure off the top of my head, I'd have to do some research there, uh, but Michael Oldfield I wouldn't be shocked to see him leave the NRL Another one, Jonas Pearson uh, never quite lived up to the big hype at the start of his career a guy that I do like, he's been solid but never been great, uh, another guy that teams could do worse off than to have him in their top 30 is a bit of a depth guy, but I don't think he's ever going to really really be a starting player anywhere in the NRL. Another one that I think could go to England and could do really, really well for himself. Jordan Piera is the next man on our list, and I'm a huge Jordan Piera fan. He had a brain explosion a couple of weeks ago against the Roosters, which cost him a few weeks. He's a really good finisher. He's fantastic coming out of his own end. I'm a big fan of Jordan, J- Jordan Piera. I hope that he gets a contract somewhere. I don't think the Dragons have utilized him properly, and I 
think if he was to land at one of the top clubs, I think he would turn into a star very quickly. Big fan of him. Jordan Rapana, another guy on the list, obviously off contract with the Canberra Raiders, came back from Japan, I believe, during COVID last year. I don't think we've seen the absolute best footy out of him. He's been playing on the left wing for most of the year. He's an out-and-out right winger, though. He's a right-hand carry and everything. So I'm excited to see him back on the right side. Obviously, Probably played the peak of his career when he had Joey Lalua inside him. These two were just terrorizing the opposition. Uh, but Jordan Rapana, I think you could do much worse than to have him in your side. I think there's there's a heap of guys running around on the wings and in the centers in first grade that are a lot worse than Jordan Rapana. I just love the energy that he brings. He's one of those guys that you'd love to have in your squad. He'd be sensational. So Jordan Rapana, I hope he won't be leaving the NRL anytime soon. I wouldn't be shocked to see the Canberra Raiders re-sign him. Uh, George Tafua. The hitman out of the Manly Seagulls, who's been playing reserve grade the last few weeks, hasn't really had a look into first grade, unfortunately. Um, another guy that is sort of, because of how well Manly have gone since Turbo's return, he was injured for the first half of the year, and he just sort of, he hasn't been able to get back into this side. You've had Morgan Harper come into it. You've got Dylan Walker, who's probably going to be ahead of him in the pecking order. He's sort of just faded to the back, George Tafura, unfortunately, but he's been such a fantastic winger for so long. Obviously pulls off those huge big hits. There are some defensive issues. As much as he pulls on the big hits and whatnot, uh, defensively, he's not a guy that you overly trust. Um unless you're just watching highlights. Uh, but George Defer, another guy that I think coming out of his own end, he's really strong, a guy. Um, I think someone just mentioned in there, can't, can't catch a high ball. Um, yeah, look, he's, he's not the safest winger out there, don't get me wrong, but I think he could do much worse than having George Defer, another guy that I uh, wouldn't be shocked to see him go to England, but I wouldn't be shocked either to see another team throw him a lifeline and for him to do really well. Uh, Daniel Tupu is the next man on this list, and Toops, he's the last winger on our list. He has been unreal this season. He's been unreal for the last 10 years, essentially. I'm a huge fan of Daniel Tupu, and I think it'll be very interesting. I think Freddie's got to make a decision between Daniel Tupu and Brian To'o. Uh, Brian To'o has been playing better this year. Stats blow Tupu out of the water, but it's just the vertical height that I think could be an issue. And we saw Brian To'o a couple of weeks ago against Xavier Coates with the high ball. Xavier Coates was able to get the better of him, and... It's one thing, especially with a guy like DCA at halfback, that they really could pick out with the Blues, and we know that that wouldn't be an issue for Daniel Tupu. So, going to be very interesting to see how that one plays out. We know that Freddie, he loves, he loves his big body, um, his big body outside backs. So, uh, interesting to see how that one plays out. Uh, for those asking in the comments, we are going through off-contract players heading into next year. We're going, we went through the forwards the other day on the podcast. Now we are going through. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. all of the backs. We're about to dive into all of the centres. And the first name we've got on the centres is a Tony from the Canterbury Bulldogs. I've never seen him play centre, but I've seen him play in the forwards, and good God, he's a good little footballer. I think teams, a lot of teams would be after him. Uh, plenty of people, plenty of clubs should be looking at this guy. He, I, he's a guy that I've watched before at Canterbury. Didn't think he was too crash hot. This year, he's burst on the scene. He's been unbelievable. Jarvid Bowen is the next man. Very impressive last night for the North Queensland Cowboys. Another guy that... It feels like he's been up there for five or six years now. He's been up there forever. Has little flashes of brilliance, but 
you just don't see enough of it. And last night he was great. Fingers crossed uh, we can see Jarvid Bowen stay in North Queensland and work his way back into this side. You've obviously got a number of guys in that back line that are ageing. Uh, Justin O'Neill comes to mind, Kyle Feld as well. So Jarvid Bowen, hopefully he can stay up there. It's great when you see the Bowen uh, name running around in North Queensland Cowboys colours. Obviously, Matty Bowen, an absolute legend. Braden Burns is the next man. And Braden Burns, he's a centre that I really like out of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Had a number of injuries over the last few years, uh, but I think he's got a lot more to offer. Last year and this year, he has sort of dropped off a little bit. I think he's lost a little bit of confidence through his injuries. But before that, he was an unreal center, really good defensive center as well, which for me, it matters more now than ever. Big fan of Braden Burns. I hope we can see the very best out of him once again. Will Chambers, he returned this year to play for the Cronulla Sharks. Uh, Very surprising. Obviously, he was essentially arch rivals with them for a long time. Uh, I'm not sure if he'll be running around next year, to be honest with you. I think that he's a good guy to have in your squad. I think the Sharks could have done much worse, but... I think he's a little bit off the pace at the moment, and that might improve as the season goes, without a doubt. Um, but yeah, Will Chambers, I'm not sure if he'll have a contract anywhere next year. I think that uh, from what I've gathered, there wasn't that many people lining up to get him back in. Uh, but his sort of experience, he's won premierships, he's played Origin, he's played for the Kangaroos, he's done it all. So he would have a lot to offer to a lot of sides. Blake Ferguson, also off contract. Um, I think it's been a pretty grim two years for Fergo after leaving uh, the Sydney Roosters. We know at his very best what Fergo can do. He's like very few footballers in our game. But for me... Probably Fergo's biggest problem is the bloke he's got inside him, Wonga Blake. He simply doesn't see enough ball outside of him. I think it's really hurt Fergo over the years. I think he will definitely get a contract somewhere. I think he's got a lot more to offer. Um, So, yeah, I I see Blake Ferguson staying in the NRL. I think there'll be a number of teams lining up for his contract. Uh, Tyrell, Fui Maono, obviously got sent off the other day for that shot on Matt Dufty, I think it was, off the top of my head. Uh, A really versatile fella. He can play a number of positions. I really like to have that sort of guy in my squad. I don't think he's ever really going to lock down a position, to be honest with you, whether it's center, back row, lock. He can just play anywhere, Fui Mayano. You can chuck him on a wing if you were desperate. Um, a bigger body out in the centers, but he's able to handle himself. And, yeah, I, I just think he'll always be that sort of utility guy. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a compliment to him. He's really good at a number of things. Probably not fantastic in any of those, though. So Fui Mayano, I think there will always be a spot for him in rugby league and that sort of footballer. Uh, Hiroth from the Cronulla Sharks. Obviously came through the South Sydney Rabbitohs system, has moved over to the Cronulla Sharks, a guy I have been very impressed with over the last few weeks. Started off originally dropping balls all over the place. I understand he's a young guy, um, but I'm a big fan of this kid. I think he's got a, a, a good-sized body for first grade as well, so I would be shocked if we don't see him running around in first grade next year. Uh, Will Hopawade, next man on this list. Very interesting, Will Hopawade. Uh Obviously came through uh, with the Manly Seagulls, played in that grand final, went on his Mormon mission, went to the Parramatta Eels, arrived there at three, a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think he plays his best footy at fullback. I think he's a better fullback than he is a centre. But even when he's playing fullback, I wouldn't say he's anywhere near that top tier of fullbacks in our game right now. Um, yeah, I think Will Hobble had a lot of experience, defensively very strong, a good leader, um, and he's just a guy that you know he's not going to have brain explosions to, which really matters for me. He's consistent. He's reliable. I think there'll be a spot in first grade for him next year. Whether it's at the Canterbury Bulldogs or not, I'm not too sure. I, I'm sure he'd be a, a, a real favourite over there. But 
a guy that I wouldn't be shocked to see him move clubs. And it might be the best thing for him, to be honest with you. He's got so much ability, and maybe he just needs to be in a slightly better team to see the best out of him. Uh, the next man is Heimel Hunt. Big fan of Heimel Hunt. Uh, left the South Sydney Rabbitohs a couple of years, went up to the Newcastle Knights. Uh, when he is on that left wing outside of Caelan Ponga, he's able to do some really special things. Not afraid to roll his sleeves up either, Heimel Hunt, which I really like. Um, a good guy with a, a good workload in him. I just... I think there's a lot of there's a lot of wingers that are a lot taller than him, stronger, faster, but he's just consistent, gets a job done for you. I think he's the sort of guy that he probably will eventually end up in England, and I think he'll do really well over there. Um, another guy, never going to be a superstar, but going to have a really good career, Heimel Hunt. I'm, I'm a fan of him. I think he's a good footballer, pretty underrated. Just needs to stay fit. Had a couple of hamstring injuries and whatnot. I think he had another hammy injury last week. Uh, Would have been really good to see him lock down that left edge spot uh, whilst Brank, uh, whilst Edric Lee was out. Uh, unfortunately, injury uh, prevented him from doing that. Robert Jennings at the Melbourne Storm. This is a guy that came off the back of um, the tra- the loan system last year, uh, impressed Craig Bellamy to some extent, left Parramatta, I believe it was Parramatta, and went down there. I thought he was very impressive. I, was, I, I think he's a very good footballer, Robert Jennings. Uh, and I said this a week after... Paramount Eels bombed to him that night and Mike Sivo jumped all over him and everyone said he was a shit footballer. He's not. He's actually a really solid footballer. He comes out of his own end really well. He's a really good finisher. Just good luck coming up against Mike Sivo on a night like that. Yeah, he was just on fire. I like Robert Jennings. I wouldn't be shocked to see him stay down there in Melbourne. A lot of guys leaving. Uh, Xavier Coates is going to walk into the system, obviously. Branko Lee's left now as well. I wouldn't be shocked to see Remus Smith and him still running around there on the right edge. I think that... Um, Craig Bellamy can, can can see what he can get out of this guy, George Jennings. Uh, Sebastian Chris is the next man on my list. Now, Sebastian Chris is a guy that's come through the Canberra Raiders system. Sort of went MIA for a few months there last year, I believe. They talked him into coming back. A big body out there uh, that I really like. Sorry, I just said Robert Jennings, not George Jennings. Sorry, I said George Jennings. I meant to say Robert Jennings. Sorry, the Penrith Panthers. Still, a, a guy that I really do like, Robert Jennings. I think that all these Jennings boys, they've all got something to offer. Thanks for pointing that out, Gus, mate. Uh, um, I think Robert Jennings over there at the Penrith Panthers, I think he's another fringe first grade guy that when he does get his opportunity, he will be really impressive. This entire family can play. They are unbelievable. Uh, the man I was talking about before, Sebastian Chris. Thanks for sending that in, Gus. appreciate it, mate. Uh, Sebastian Chris, yeah, a big body, strong body. I think he's going to be one of the future stars down there at the Canberra Raiders. I think Jared Croker is well aware he's got guys like him. He's got Harley Smith Shields, a number of guys breathing down the back of his neck there, and I think it's got him a little bit nervous. Sebastian and Chris, I definitely think he'll be staying in the NRL for a number of years. Branko Lee, it says he's off contract here. We know, well, we, we confirmed the other day he signed with the Brisbane Broncos, so that case is done. I think it's a really good signing. Uh, Nene McDonald. Nene McDonald, his career's been a little bit up and down, spent time with the Dragons, the Cowboys. He's at the Cronulla Sharks at the moment. I believe he's playing for the Newtown Jets as we speak. Uh, Nene McDonald, another big body that's got so much to offer, big PNG um, body there. I, I really like Nene McDonald. I always have. He's really good in the air. He's really good defensively. I don't know. He's just never been able to really stay on the straight and narrow. So fingers crossed he can get things sorted out. He made a return to rugby league last year, um, has hung in there, hasn't really got many shots at first grade. I think he's played one or two games. I could be wrong, though. He might have played none, but I think he has played a couple of games there. But I think he's got a lot to offer Nene McDonald and... 
just a matter of if, if a side needs a guy like him. I'm sure if he's given an opportunity, he will take it. Uh, Tau Tau Moga is the next man on this list. He's obviously signed with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. And Tau Tau, I think he's such an incredible footballer. Just injuries just keep cutting him down. He's one of the unluckiest guys I think I've ever seen in first grade, Tau Tau Moga. Uh, fingers crossed he can get through, through this season with South Sydney. I'd love to see him get a game or two. Whether it's at Brisbane or at Newcastle over the years, we've seen what he's able to do. He is just so destructive. Nah, just injuries. Just and it's 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 the way it goes with some careers. I'd love to see Tao Tao Moga put together three years injury free. I think he could be anything. Josh Morris, next man on this list. I don't see him leaving the Roosters. Uh, I think the only way he's not playing for the Roosters next year is if he retires. Uh, but he's going unbelievable at the moment. I mean, this guy has been either a top. 10 winger or centre every year for the last probably 14 years. He's unreal, Josh Josh Morris. Even when he was at Canterbury and he wasn't scoring many tries, he'd step up in origin and he'd deliver every time. And he's still doing it for the Roosters. Unbelievable how well he's going. I'm a huge fan of Josh Morris. Always will be. Tessie New is the next man on this list. I'm not sure if he has re-signed with the Broncos. I think he will. Uh, he's a little bit out of favour at the moment, playing reserve grade, but... This kid, he's just got he's just got something about him. Pe- people called him the next Darren Lockyer. I thought that was absolute crap. He doesn't remind me of Darren Lockyer in any way, shape, or form. But he definitely has got some X factor testing you, and he's a guy that if he can just sort himself out defensively, he could be anything up there at the Broncos. A guy that I think if he still remains off contract, I think a lot of teams will be calling his manager to see what's doing. The next man is Justin O'Neill, Juzzy, uh, the Ferrari out there in North Queensland. Um, I think this career is dead in the water. I think if he was to go on the open market, which he will, I don't think many other teams will go after him. I think he's probably overstayed his welcome to some extent in North Queensland. They've obviously always wanted him, but he's a guy that I don't really see him having a big future in the NRL. I think England's probably calling for Justin O'Neill. Tom Opachik, I would have said the same thing about him 12 months ago, uh, but I've been really impressed with him at the Paramount Eels. I think he will re-sign there. I think people undervalue the shoes that he's had to step into. Uh, Michael Jennings was playing lights out footy last year. He was unreal. He's obviously got his drug charges that he's in a bit of trouble with. Uh, Tom Obercheck, he stepped in and he's done a fantastic job. He has been incredibly impressive. I think he will stay there. Brad Parker, old Hank Scorpio over at the Manly Seagulls, another guy that's off contract at the end of this season. I think he'll stay at Manly. I think Jesse Hasler is a big fan of him. I think that all the pressure mounting on Hasler at the start of the season, we said that all along, you just need this one more guy to walk in and they'll be fine. Turbos walk back into the building. They look unreal. This guy looks great. I think he'll be staying at the Manly Seagulls. The next man on our list is Billy Smith from the Sydney Roosters. Another guy, injuries have really derailed this kid's career, but I absolutely love this guy. I think he's going to make a big impact when he gets back on the field. He's a center. Obviously, you've got uh, Joseph Sawali, who we're hearing is going to make his debut this weekend. So he's sort of beaten him uh, for that spot there. We're going to see Billy Smith over the next few weeks, but with Joey Manu, Josh Morris, now you've got to throw in Sawali into the piece. It's going to be hard for him to break into this side, but Fingers crossed, if the rumours we're hearing about Joey Manu that we mentioned earlier leaving, potentially a spot could come up for Billy Smith, but he's still going to have Suwali there, so it's going to be a tough gig for him. But Billy Smith, he's got a big future in the NRL. Whether it's at the Roosters or not, I'm not sure, but wherever he goes, he's going to be a star. I promise you that. Harley Smith-Shields, another guy in this Canberra Raiders system that I'm a huge fan of. Uh, he's one of the many outside centres and backs that are coming through there that I think they've got huge potential to do a lot of things in rugby league. A lot of really talented guys down there. I mentioned Sebastian Chris. 
Chris. There's also Matt Tomoko. Uh, I don't think they'll be letting Harley Smith Shields go anytime soon. Anari Tawala, guy that came down from the Cowboys, been at the Manly Seagulls for sorry the, the Newcastle Knights for a couple of seasons now. I've never been overly impressed with Tawala. Um, he had a bit of hype on him when he came down from North Queensland. I personally haven't seen him. I'm not convinced the Newcastle Knights will re-sign him. A lot of young guys coming through there. A lot of um, a lot of experienced fellas up there too. I think Tawala is going to probably fit somewhere in the middle, and he might uh, he might be without a chair when the music stops there. I'm sure one club in the NRL will take a swing at him. I think he still has got potential, but personally, it's not a gamble that I'd be taking. Maybe England for Tawala. Dylan Walker. Uh, obviously left South Sydney Rabbitohs. We had him on the podcast last year. Actually a really nice dude. Um, I think he's a little bit misunderstood by the public. Uh, he's definitely made his mistakes. He's made another one recently, so that's got to all play into it. He's obviously had a couple of injuries over the last few years as well. Doesn't really know what position he should be. Um, when we spoke to him, he told us that he thought he was a strike 5'8". There was rumours of him moving to fullback. He's won a premiership at centre. Came on and played a bit of origin at dummy half or something, I think, from memory. So, Dylan Walker, it's all just been a bit of a nightmare for him the last few years. I'm not sure if he will stay at Manly. I probably lean towards he will. I know he's really comfortable there. I know that he spoke about with me potentially returning to South Sydney one day. So, if that opportunity presents itself, could see him return to South Sydney. But I'm not sure if they're going to be taking him at the moment. I think a lot of people would potentially have the red sharpie through Dylan Walker, unfortunately. Um, I think people forget just how talented this guy is when he's at his best. I remember that night he went head-to-head with the Canberra Raiders. That was sensational to see. Love that sort of footy. When he won the comp in 14, I mean, he was 20 years old, I think. He was arguably the most damaging centre in our game. He was unbelievable that year. You can scoff at that, say whatever you want. Dylan Walker, 2014, he hit different. He was unreal. The last guy, uh, unfortunately, the last guy on this list is Bronson Zeri, obviously off contract, uh, but we won't be seeing Bronson Zeri signing anywhere. Obviously, he's in for a long stint on the sideline with his drug ban. Uh, I do think that once Bronson Zeri returns, or once his uh, ban is over, I think we will see him in the NRL again. I know that's a bit of an unpopular opinion. He'll be 24 or so by that point, uh, but I think Bronson Zeri, 24, 25, something along those lines, but I think Bronson Zeri's got a lot to offer. He's made mistake. Um, the the once or twice that I've met him, though, haven't spoken to him much, just spoken a little bit. He seems like a real genuine kid. Um, and I think he's going to learn from this mistake, and I think he'll, he'll he'll be better for it, to be honest with you. So, good luck to Bronson Zeri over the next few years. I hope that we do see him back eventually. Uh, would be a good story and a good way for people to learn from his mistakes, and hopefully he turns it into a positive. Um, yeah, look, guys, that's my uh, centers, wingers, and fullbacks that are off contract. I was going to do the halves as well, but we've dragged on here almost 30 minutes so I'm going to do the halves uh, over the next few days so stay tuned for that might do them like Sunday night or something to have them drop for the next few days if you enjoyed the Instagram live watching that let me know and I'll do more of these cheers for tuning in guys going to be available on the podcast in the next few minutes cheers legends up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com